Hi, and welcome to Absolutely Trashed, where a trash primary school teacher attempts to educate her trash best friend on everything in life. I'm Ashley. And I'm Grace. And today's topic is... Cocaine! We love this! We're <laughs> so excited! Cocaina! Hello! 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 <laughs> hey, Grace! <laughs> I'm too excited! I know, I know, I know you're excited <laughs> I know you are. Uh, uh, I'm just so excited because, like, I know how to say cocaine in Spanish and that's, like, my one cool thing that I can bring to this episode. Right, because you can speak a little bit of Spanish, can't you? I'm learning. Yeah, I'm learning. Like, you're okay at Spanish. Yeah, look, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am – I mean, I am learning Spanish. I feel like I've been learning it forever, but then I, like, go to have a conversation and I'm like, yeah, look. Still got more to learn. <laughs> I try and do a lesson every day and, like, sometimes I just really don't want to. Mm. And this one day I was like, all right, fuck this. I'm going to try and make, like, today's Spanish studying, like, a little more fun. So I got on YouTube and I think I was looking at, like, like how to swear in Spanish or oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Because I just didn't want to do, like, my traditional, like, school Spanish lesson that day or whatever yeah and I still wanted to study so I was like fuck it I'm just gonna look up like some just some swear words or something but I like found this YouTube video and it was called like Dora the grown-up what so (laughs) wait what (laughs) so it's like you know like Dora the Explorer yes it's like a grown-up adult on PC totally not affiliated with the real Dora the Explorer Amazing. And she, like, teaches you adult things to say, like, I'm hungover and hair of the dog. Oh, amazing. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I'm going to prison. My credit score is fucked. It's so, it's it's the funniest shit ever. that is so good. I'll have to find it. I will link you after this. But, like, there was this one part of the video where, like, grown-up Dora was like, my friend wants me to try cocaine. Cocaina, cocaina. Can you say cocaina? And I was like, Oh my god, I am obsessed with this. Yes, that is excellent. And now when people uh, like say something in Spanish, Ashley, I'm like, Cocaina. <laughs> it's kind of sad that that's like my go-to, but it just means that I'm like really prepared for this topic so <laughs> I'm ready you're ready I'm you're ready, ready. let's you're ready it. hell yeah mine is uh pardon la cuenta por favor ah the check please which is, yeah excuse, excuse me. me the check please, the check, please. <laughs> which See, is what the you've only got thing <laughs> is like excuse me that man will pay for the check please that's what yes. you need to learn that's what like, i should honey, have learned absolutely Yes. Yes. Have you got a drink for this episode? I do. I have the most delicious whiskey in the world. I'm not going to lie to you. What are you drinking? Tullymore whiskey. It is my absolute favorite. It was sent directly from heaven to earth. I haven't even heard of it. Dude, no one has. It's actually really hard to find in Bottolos here. Oh, is it? Yeah. Like I go to like three different bottle shops until I find someone that has it, but it is good it's I think it's I think it's Irish no it might be Scottish whiskey actually 
We'll Google it. We'll have Either a look. way, I'll it's get amazing and I'm drinking it and I'm here to talk about oh, cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? Um, I have strayed from my usual glass of wine that I have. Really? Yes, and I'm having a cider today. Oh, look um, at you branching out. I know, because there's like a little brewery in Victoria that's sort of near me that does um, apple and pear ciders Cute. called the Flying Brick Cider Co. I love um, that you're like supporting your local brewery. I know. That's I'm really amazing. big into that. I'm yeah. really big into that. So yeah, there's a lot of really cool a lot of really cool breweries and distilleries near me. So it's good Hell to yes. get stuff. Yeah. So I'm having some of that today. Yeah. And then you feel yes. like you're doing your part for the local economy while I'm also actually getting just, absolutely trashed. I'm actually just stimulating the economy. And um, you're a hero, you, Grace. You can thank me later. You're a goddamn so. hero. <laughs> <laughs> shall, we get on, shall we get on to our topic today? I'm ready. Talk Teach about me cocaine? everything there is to know about cocaine. All right. Wow. Absolutely. Ashley. Yes, Grace. Cocaine is yes. also known commonly as Coke. Oh, amazing. Mm, I'm already shocked. <laughs> the things that you teach me, honey, the things that you teach me. It is a strong stimulant, mm. most frequently used as a recreational drug. Mm-hmm. It is commonly snorted, mm. inhaled as smoke, mm. or dissolved and injected into a vein. Ugh. All right. I know. Ooh. Okay. Well, All right. Look, you do you, honey. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> mental effects may include loss of contact with reality. Hence why we do it. An intense feeling of happiness. Again, why we do it. Or agitation. Oh, all right. So it's a little bit of a gamble. A little bit of a gamble, 50-50. You might, uh, you might just forget about all your woes and have a great time or you might just want to fight everybody you see. You Love that. Punch a hole in the drywall. Well, Who you knows? know what? Life's a gamble. So <laughs> <laughs> The most common form people see is a fine white powder, mm. usually offered to you by some creepy guy you shouldn't trust who you bump yes. into in the bathroom of a house party. So... <laughs> so true like the one guy where you're like why was he invited and then he offers you drugs and you're like oh that's why he was invited he was invited yes gotcha he knows what he brings to the table and it's not his sparkling personality (laughs) (laughs) okay um so the coca plant which Mm. is what cocaine comes from Mm. is mostly grown in colombia bolivia and peru and coincidentally, those three locations just happen to be the first three locations on our worldwide tour um, once we get huge. Oh, my just God. To- just out of total coincidence. Have you already planned our, like, podcast taking over the world tour? Well, I've actually only planned the first three locations. <laughs> um, and they're Colombia, totally, Bolivia and Peru. Totally coincidentally be the place. Just totally coincidental. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm here for it, baby. Let's go. All right. We're in our the... third episode and we're already planning our world tour. <laughs> See you in Colombia. Um, the drug is manufactured in these countries in clandestine laboratories mm. with a number of different chemicals, including bleach, chlorine, and kerosene. Ah, all right, all right. Yes. And not that I would know, um, <laughs> but it is the kerosene that gives it that diesel smell and taste. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, once processed, uh-huh. it is trafficked through South and Central America to Mexico. Makes sense. To be smuggled into the United States or yep. shipped to markets in other parts of the world. Mm-hmm. All right. 
The Colombian cartels were historically the biggest players in the cocaine trade, but Mexico has seized a larger foothold in recent years. Okay. And now we're not going to go into cartels in mm. this episode because cartels honestly could be its whole own episode. Right. That's a huge deep dive into a bunch of history and a bunch of illegal stuff. Yeah. And we're going to acknowledge that whilst we're making light of cocaine we understand that there are huge struggles and issues around it and we will cover that one day however this is not the time this is not no this is the episode where we giggle (laughs) this is the episode where I laugh at you saying cocaine in Spanish yes yes okay I'm here for that and like I feel like if we went into cartels yeah it would turn into its own thing because yeah, there'd I be just think, so much there. Absolutely. That, yeah. that is so much. And I and 100% I think we should get into cartels absolutely. one day. Absolutely. But I want to do a whole episode on that itself. It's just, it, yes. It's anyway. too much of its own topic. But also before we do, you need to pick your cartel mobster wife name. Oh, my um, God. And we won't be doing it as Grace and Ashley. We'll be doing it under our cartel mobster wife names. I am obsessed so. with this idea. Okay, but we're not doing that yet. I'm already, I'm trying to put that <laughs> thought aside and focus on what we're doing. Uh, okay, focus back, actually. <laughs> with that idea. Okay, okay, I'm here, I'm here. Cocaine, 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 let's go. <laughs> okay, so for thousands of years, people in South America have chewed and ingested coca leaves, mm. which is the source of cocaine right. for their stimulant effects. Absolutely. Now, The purified chemical, cocaine hydrochloride, was isolated from the plant more than 150 years around. And in the early 1900s, purified cocaine was the main active ingredient in many tonics and elixirs developed to treat a wide variety of illnesses. Oh, my God, yes. Okay, I am obsessed with this part of, like, I love the fact that I feel like most illegal drugs nowadays were once used for like a toothache or whatever. Like I love, yes, I love absolutely, Teach absolutely. Me. So it was even the main ingredient or an ingredient in the early formulas of Coca Cola. Yeah, it's the name Coca Cola. Yes, because it had Coca, and it, it used to be green. I think when it had cocaine. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they were now, like, "Oh, let's add a color to that, so it doesn't look so weird." Yes, so it's not the the brown is actually a formed color. Yeah, caramel hide. Yeah, um, and before the development of synthetic local anesthetic, uh, mm. surgeons used cocaine to block pain. Surgeons did. Surgeons did. Yes. Ah, I just keep thinking mm-hmm. about like all those people who you know how there's so many people these days that like hate the idea of going to hospital. Yes. I wonder how many of those people, if we still use like cocaine they'd be like yeah look I'll go get surgery sure sign me up way to spend a Tuesday absolutely it might actually be a great way to get you know people back on the path of healthcare. yeah actually yeah looking after themselves and you you did all of your rehab after breaking your wrist here's some cocaine congratulations congratulations (laughs) we'll see you back for rehab (laughs) okay so (laughs) Um, according to AmericanAddictionCenters.com, in 1914, recreational use of cocaine became illegal. Mm. However, medical use is still legal in some circumstances, but it is heavily restricted. Really? That yes. surprises me. Not in Australia. Oh, 
Okay. In in America. What yeah. country am I moving to, Grace? America. But right. then <laughs> but then, you know, Trump. Trump. Mm. So mm. Mm. cocaine use dwindled for many years following this regu- regulation, but really? a market for the drug exploded in the nineteen seventies and eighties. Yeah, it did. Probably because life is shit and people need an escape. Absolutely. And again, right. one of the three symptoms you get or side effects or outcomes you can yeah. get is forgetting about how shitty your life is. Yes, absolutely. Until you then run out of coke and you're like, oh, it's worse now. It's worse than when I started. <laughs> it was worse than before. <laughs> so after the drug market exposed in the 1970s and 80s, a mm. new cheaper form of cocaine emerged called crack cocaine. Uh, crack. Yes. This was more accessible to low income individuals right of course so crack cocaine came in the form of little white rocks Mm -hmm. and it's named after the cracking sound those rocks make when heated up like pop rocks like pop rocks Mm. crack cocaine is usually mixed with other drugs like methamphetamines to Uh. alter its effects and enhance the experience no so basically Everybody was addicted, thought it was great when it was legal. Mm. They then made it illegal mm. and drug lords and... Well, the price know, would have... It skyrocketed. Yeah, of course. Because it was all of a sudden illegal. So people needed to find a cheaper way to still get their fix. Mm. And hence crack cocaine came on the market, which is highly addictive, cheap to get. Um, yeah, it's you like a go, better, like... Um, business drug move. dealing business yeah. move because it's, it's cheaper move. to produce and everyone gets far more addicted probably mm-hmm. because it's fucking mixed with meth yes and if we want to um, go down the the rabbit hole of um white elitist mm-hmm, american mm-hmm. people controlling low-income yes. black communities we with- can go into that um, I don't think it's something that we need to at this point, but I do want to acknowledge it is we glaringly do understand obvious, though that yes. there is that was a tool that yes, is a definite that it is tool, a tool to keep the lower socioeconomic classes down. Absolutely, to let them rise to anything. Absolutely, at all. Yeah. However, these drugs running around the streets mean that there are some pretty awesome slang terms Ooh. for cocaine and crack cocaine. These are going to be the greatest. Like, I feel like I'll Shall we go know some, but I feel like there's going to be some weird shit that I've never okay. heard of. So, Very like, exciting. these are the ones that I know and or I have, like, come across. But I'm sure there's some that you know that probably I have no idea about. <laughs> so let me read these ones out to you okay. and then you can add any that you can think of to the end of it. <laughs> okay. okay. All right, cool. Okay, so Coke. Yeah, Whoa. funny that. <laughs> yeah. Big C, which, what? Big C, which if a man offered me his big C, I would not think of cocaine. I would punch him in the face and kick him in his big C. That Absolutely. sounds like sexual harassment, not in a, like, his party drug offer. In his tiny little shriveled C. Yes, yes. girl. Yes, um, yes, yes. Dust, mm-hmm. rail, snow. Rail. Rail, powder, stash, pearl, which I have never heard of. No. And Anyway, nose beers. Yeah, nose beers. <laughs> Booger sugar. Booger sugar is so 70s in mm-hmm. my mind. Do you want to go on a sleigh ride? <laughs> Heaven's dust. <laughs> Icing sugar, which just makes like for a great Tuesday afternoon bake out, if you ask me. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Like, could you imagine the mix-ups that would have happened? 
being like, hey, neighbor, I just need to borrow some icing sugar. Just took a cake from the kid. Uh, (laughs) Snow Snow White. Yeah. California cornflakes. Right. Foo-foo dust. I'm sorry. Can we circle back to California (laughs) cornflakes for a second? I'm assuming, and I'm just taking a stereotype, everyone in California sprinkles Coke on their cornflakes. Maybe we should learn something from them. We should. What a way to start your day. I know. Breakfast breakfast is the most important meal of the day, Grace. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) It certainly beats my can of Red Bull and a bowl of Wheat Bix. So. <laughs> oh, my God. That is classic. I actually love that one. That's mm, fantastic. I like that one. Mm. Studio Fuel. Okay. Yeah. Bolivian Marching Powder. Yep. Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Wait. Are you saying people refer to cocaine as Charlie Sheen? Yes. That is yes. fantastic. <laughs> that is so great. He is like the poster boy of cocaine, he, though. He 100% is the poster boy of cocaine. Yeah. Um, nose bag, mm, Betty like White, Betty, Betty, Little Devil's gangster. Dust, and my personal favourite is partying with my albino friend. What? <laughs> so you'd be like, hey, yes, would you like to party with, with my, my albino, albino friend? Yeah, and which- I'd be like. Get away from me. <laughs> if somebody asked me that in a in a nightclub, I'd be like, are we allowed to call them a minor? Is that like something? I don't you think me? that's an appropriate term. Is that PC? Like you may be a drug dealer, but let's use politically correct terms. Thank you. <laughs> now, some common terms for crack. Wait, wait, wait. Can I add in one that I thought oh, of? Oh yes. What did you think of? White Christmas. I've never heard of white Christmas. Seriously? Okay. No. It is a huge well, in my humble experience, <laughs> and maybe it's just bigger in Australia because, like, we don't have white Christmases. We have, like, hot summer Christmases. But, yeah, no, yes. a white Christmas. If someone's like, I'm going to have a white Christmas, they aren't traveling overseas for Christmas. They go right. have themselves a party. I see. Mm. Okay. I threw a Christmas party this year that you came to. I did. Um, and the theme was, like, Aussie bogans and we just like did a bunch of bogan stuff yeah. during it. But imagine if I didn't know this mm. and I threw a white Christmas themed party. And I and everyone walks in everyone and you've got snowflakes like hanging from the ceiling, like cut out snowflakes out of white paper. As and I everybody would. shows up with a bag of Coke like, all right, Grace, here to party. <laughs> and you're like, no, I made all of this food. You can't do cocaine. <laughs> Everybody eat a plate and then you can do the cocaine. Literally, you would have turned into Mama Bear and you would have been yes. like, look, you can use your drugs later, but I just slaved away on this three-course dinner and you're all going to enjoy it. Yes. Yeah, and Absolutely. fair enough too because it was a bumming Christmas, mate. It, it was, was a great Christmas. It was lovely. It was it classy. Was. You had like this little, oh, I could go on, I won't. It was amazing. It was, Y'all missed out. Christmas was classy. Boxing Day was messy. <laughs> And like three days after Boxing Day. And the three days after <laughs> Boxing Day where nobody had arisen from the couch in our house yet. <laughs> and then yes. you and I had to get up and go to work. Ugh. Yes. Yeah. Um, so some common terms for crack cocaine include mm. candy or rock candy, mm-hmm. base mm. and ball, which I don't understand why it's base 
separate to ball and not baseball. But yeah, anyway. let's have a word to these people using. I will crack slang. We don't approve. I don't approve. Rocks. Mm-hmm. Cocoa puffs. <laughs> Again, the mix-ups that could happen. <laughs> nuggets. Which right. the man said to me, you won't come out and get some nuggets, girl. And you did not take me to McDonald's and get me chicken nuggets. Yeah. I would be pissed. Absolutely. Even if you were getting free Coke, you'd be like, yeah, but where's well, my Well, this happy isn't meal? Coke. This is crack, like, oh, this is no, crack is. cocaine. Yeah, true. We but don't also, want it. Can where's I just... my happy meal? Yeah, absolutely. I don't want your goddamn crack. I want my toy and my six nuggets and some yes. sweet and sour sauce. But Ooh. also, when if I'm... Already like, okay, we're talking to the seedy man in the bathroom. We know why he's been invited to the party. And again, it's not his sparkling personality. And this man, so we already are under the guise that we're discussing drugs. A man offers me nugs or nuggets. I'm thinking weed. Oh, like nugs. That's literally is like one of the main terms for weed is nugs. And I'd be like, this guy doesn't realize we call it nugs, not nuggets. When really he's trying to sell me crack. Oh my God. And then you're going to end up with crack. I don't want crack. Nobody wants crack. I don't want crack. Anyway. Wow. Disappointing. (laughs) I got really emotionally invested in that little, like, (laughs) made-up story. There's there's some good ones coming. I'm mad at the fake drug dealer in my head right now. I know. know. Um, So let me get through these ones. Mm. Grit, hail, dice, sleet. Fuck them off. They're boring. Now, this one I laughed at for a solid 30 seconds. Bring it. My Chemical Romance. <laughs> yes. I don't know why I find that so funny. The poor, poor members of My Chemical Romance. And names being used for crap. Well, I mean, they did name their band My Chemical Romance. Yes. I feel like they might have been insinuating oh. to drugs when they named their band. So it's only that fair that their true. band is used as a term yes. for drugs. Yes. They might not approve of the fact that it's crack. But I feel like they were referencing drugs. I feel like that too. Just making a call. All mm. right, we've got a couple more here. Tornado. <laughs> Applejack. What? I don't, I, I, I don't know what an Applejack is. No. Sounds um, like a cider. It sounds like a it cider. It sounds like a dessert. Yeah, see, I think alcohol. You think sweets when really it's mm. crack. It's crack. Mm. <laughs> Which alcohol <laughs> and sweets are our crack. Yeah, true that, true that. Um, there's CD. And then one of my favourite, CC and Dry. Bitch. Because CC stands for crack cocaine. <laughs> Asking a bartender for CC and Dry and getting handed a bag of crack. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, pony white ball. Too long. Not catchy. Too Don't long. like it. And, and one that I'm going to use from now on. Going to Yale. Bitch. <laughs> but the funny thing is. Is that if somebody looking like you walked up to me and said, going to Yale, even if I, A, was a user of crack cocaine, which I'm not, and B, knew that you were trying to sell me said drugs, my mind would still be like, damn, bitch got into Yale. Like, <laughs> you a classy lady. Good for you. You're intelligent. I think going to Yale must be like the classy people's term. But do, cla- do upper do classy class people, people use-, use crack? Maybe they use crack with when people want to. Now you know how like upper class people will do some povo shit just to feel connected uh, to whatever. Yeah. You know, like charity. They're like, we'll do some charity drugs. 
We'll do some charity drops. We'll go to Yale. I feel like it's but something also, that Trump has tried yeah. in a lame effort to connect with, yes. like, the common people. So could see that happening. But mm. also, if you're going to be one of those, like, upper-class privileged white bitches that's using crack, you're kind of taking away if you're calling it going to Yale. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. I don't approve. <laughs> Well, I like that one. <laughs> no, I just don't approve of the, the again, the fictional, like, upper-class white people in my head right now. I'm very oh, mad at yes. them as well. Yes. All right. Don't Get use mad. crack or call it crack or call it one of the other ridiculous names. Sexy and dry. <laughs> <laughs> Was one of them dice? Did I yes. get that? Yeah. Weird. Yes. Okay. I don't know. Mm. Okay. So the following information I got from a, a site called narconon.org. <laughs> That's fantastic. I know, I know. But it's .org, so it's like an official site. Well, someone had fun with that when they made yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Now, uh, German's pharmaceutical company Merck began producing very small amounts of the drug in the early 1860s. Cocaine. Cocaine, mm-hmm. yeah. Total output through the late 1870s was only about 50 grams a year. Wow. Right? For a whole, like... 20 years almost. Yeah. Then in the 1880s, the medical uses of the drug began to be revealed. Okay. So, for example, Mark's promotional materials touted the drug as a remedy for the morphine addiction suffered by many former Civil War soldiers. Oh, my God. Really? They were like, come to rehab, do some coke. Basically. Cool. And we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. So... One of the early enthusiasts for the drug was one of my favorites, Sigmund Freud. Yes. He was interested in the Wait, opportunities. Sigmund Freud? Freud. Yeah. Well, yeah, I always say Freud. I don't know why. I have since I was in university. You're just like thinking that you're best friends with Freud and you're like, it's cool. He doesn't it's mind Freud. it when I call him Freud. <laughs> it's a Freud. little inside joke between me yeah. and this like dead guy who was really dead smart. Guy. We got like really into it together. We bonded over mother issues. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that his whole thing? <laughs> Freud with yeah, his mommy well, he, issues. Yeah, like sex. Everybody wants to have sex with yeah, their mother he, or father he, like, or whatever. He blamed literally everything on a mum. Mm, mm-hmm, like if mm-hmm, he had mm-hmm. mummy issues, he had mummy issues. Come on, yeah. Freud, get your shit okay. together. Forgive your so, mother. He, he was interested in the opportunities offered by this new drug and began to experiment on himself and friends. Love that for him. So, he wrote to his fiancée, I take a very small dose of it regularly against depression and against ingestion. Woo! And when with the most brilliant of success. <laughs> so he's not wrong. It makes you happy yes. and you don't want to eat. While you've got it, you're happy. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Dr. Freud used this drug on himself and his associates for the next decade Ooh. and he wrote his glowing praise for cocaine in a 70-page report called Uber Cocaine. Bitch, 70 pages? That man yeah. was so on coke. You know, when, you're, when coke. You know when, like, someone's on coke and they cannot stop talking? Yes. This man could not stop writing. <laughs> um, Fantastic. And Freud was German, so Uber means about. So basically it was titled About Cocaine. Gotcha. All, All right. right. So Freud's experimentation had its hazards Two. Yeah. One associate, uh, Ernest von 
someone so Social marks <laughs> zval also deepest apologies to anyone listening that like knows that's incorrect we're so sorry we're trying our best i'm trying my best mm. here okay so don't email us been... hate <laughs> don't hate i mean or do us. go ahead yeah you know what actually go ahead i'm not gonna read absolutely them, trash it outlook.com you... go for it yeah honey. If that helps you get it out, get it out. Yeah. As long as you keep listening, that's fine. Yeah. So um, his associate had been dealing with a hand injury with large doses of morphine. Uh-huh. Dr. Freud's administration of cocaine as a solution for the man's morphine addiction <sighs> oh. turned him into an adult morphine cocaine addict. Funny who that. Died, who died seven years later. Oh, honey. Well, yes. maybe he had some so, fun before he died, though. Ernest, well, he didn't, and let me get to that. Oh, shit. Ernest was the first person known to suffer paranoia and delusions of bugs crawling under uh, his skin that are commonly, uh, that are common to heaven cocaine addicts. Yeah, so see, I Ernest, always think of meth when I think of people scratching bugs, but anyway, oh, poor guy. I take mm-hmm. it back. I'm so sorry to this man. Mm-hmm. Don't trust yep, Freud. So, don't trust it. Wow, here we go. In 1895, Freud was still abusing cocaine. While under the influence, he and a colleague performed surgery on Emma (gasps) Erickson. The surgery went bad in part because of Freud's cocaine abuse. Yeah. While Emma survived, this nearly fatal error seems to have haunted Freud and led him to eventually give up the drug. What about bloody Emma? All of its apparent benefits. Like, I it haunted find... Freud, but, like, how the fuck was Emma doing? Well, I could find surprisingly little on this Emma Erickson. Honey, that ain't surprising. She, she survived. It was a woman in history. No one, yeah. Nobody cared. That's not surprising just, at all. They just cared enough to say that she survived. Yeah. She was a cliff note. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, by the time Freud gave up the drug, its use had already spread spread far and wide. Mm. Now, 17 years after that, Mm. the drug was finally recognised as dangerous, um, sufficiently enough to make it a controlled substance. Right. Okay. So, 17 years after the man who was (laughs) who wrote the 70 page uh, Uber cocaine. fueled thing was like yo i'm wrong yeah this is fucked up we need to like stop yeah people are dying and it's bad well 17 years later two they made it a controlled substance two things first of all a if i have to read a 70 page article on fucking anything i want to do cocaine to read it yes i think i'm gonna need to do coke to read about it secondly i feel like and this might just be my own personal you know, bias. But maybe it took the government 17 years to figure out how they were still going to make money on it. Yeah. Before they could yes. ban it. Yeah. Let's throw that's it down to the lower, lower economic statuses and, you know. That's basically the situation. Yeah. So they were like, well, uh, we make money on this. So let's yeah. just brainstorm how we can fuck more people over and continue to make Absolutely. money on it. And then we'll make it illegal. Absolutely. Mm. So during these 20 or so years when cocaine was readily available over the counter and prescribed by doctors to be used for the general public to cure many ailments, here is a few examples of its use that I found. Okay. Okay. So in 1884, an Austrian ortholopomologist... Carl Koller discovered that placing a few drops of pure cocaine solution on a patient's cornea rendered the eye 
temporarily immobile and insensitive to pain. What? Why? Why do we need that? What are we doing? Eye surgery, which Uh, had been previously extremely difficult to the eye because of the eye's involuntary movements, was suddenly much less risky. And probably less fucking painful. Yeah. Well, because it it made them insensitive to pain and the eye wouldn't move. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. In Mm. the 1880s, Mm. famed neurologist (laughs) and former Surgeon General William A. Hammond Mm. claimed that cocaine habits were no different than tea or coffee habits. And that patients could quit cold turkey. Mm. Love that for Hammond. By 1900, so 1900, Americans could walk into any pharmacy and purchase a gram of pure cocaine (laughs) for 25 cents. Holy shit. Seriously? Seriously. Do you want to build a time machine after we finish recording this podcast, Grace? Absolutely. Damn. Um, And cocaine was one of the country's five best-selling pharmaceuticals that year. (laughs) I bet it was. I bet bet it was number one. Absolutely. Um, Some... Pharmaceutical companies even sold cocaine-laced cigars as a pick-me-up for smokers. (laughs) And large mail-order companies, because this is back when people had catalogs. Yeah, right. You know, um, offered pocket-sized kits that included a hypodermic needle so that patients could give themselves cocaine injections Uh, at home uh or on the go. Uh, uh. Yes. Gross. Yeah. Nasty. 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 You're nasty. You're nasty. Y'all need Jesus. (laughs) Um, A Connecticut pharmacy's 1905 newspaper ad boasted, Coca wine will make a new man or woman of you. It invigorates and stimulates the brain, muscles, nerves, stomach, (laughs) and heart. (laughs) Yeah, it does. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Um, among the additional diagnosis, it was prescribed for hemorrhoids, ingestion, appetite suppression, funny that, and fatigue. Yeah, again, yeah. funny that. Funny really? that. Coke wakes mm-hmm. you the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, they weren't wrong. No, they're not wrong. And also, not. yeah, absolutely. They were, they were very accurate in their statements. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give them that. Okay, now, cocaine-laden toothache drops yeah they were effective on two fronts cocaine's anesthetic effects soothed the sufferer's pain yeah as the drug stimulated them into better moods yeah true absolutely man i would go to the dentist so often they'd be sick of me well you didn't have to because you've got to just order them through those um Oh, the catalogs. Those catalogs. Yeah. So people weren't even having to go to the dentist to be seen by a medical professional to access this stuff. Bitch. Mm. And cocaine cures weren't exclusively for adults. No. Cocaine toothache drops were marketed to children. Oh, yeah. And coca wines came packaged with dosing instructions <laughs> for children. <laughs> What? In addition to its anesthetic properties, cocaine was hailed as a cure for shyness in <laughs> children. Oh, no. Oh, your kid's shy? Give them cocaine. They will never stop talking. <laughs> they won't Problem be shy solved. anymore. Oh, so, shit. 
all of that information. I guess I never really thought about that fact. Like the fact yeah. that you could just get it easily in the chemist. As an adult, I'm like, hell yeah. But yeah. obviously if they didn't realize it was bad, yeah, of course they're bloody they gave it to it the to kids. kids. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so all of that information um, I came, came from an article I found titled Unbelievable Facts in Cocaine's Medical History that I got at mentalfloss.com. Awesome. Um, and I'm going to link all of the references mm. um, here. So I thought we could move on to another segment that I've titled Use of Cocaine in Prominent Members of Society. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Living. <laughs> Living for this. Hell okay, yes. Okay, so bring it this, on. This, this might – there's only, like, two members of society that I'm going to talk about, but Ooh. I think both of them, they're only short segments, and I think they are fucking fantastic. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. So there was a French wine called Vin Marini. Okay. Which was laced with cocaine. Yeah, now, it was. Reportedly, Queen Victoria, Thomas Edison, and the Pope Leo VIII all favoured this wine over <laughs> any others of its time. I wonder right? why. Yeah. I wonder why. What a party. Now, Pope Leo VIII actually <laughs> awarded this drink a medal, like a medal <gasps> yeah. from the Vatican. Bitch. He was like, I love cocaine so much. I love this cocaine wine so much. The Here Vatican is a endorses from this. the Vatican. Yes, Hell absolutely. Yes. Hell so yes. He even claimed to carry a small amount of the <laughs> wine in a hip flask, <laughs> stating that he used it for when prayer was not quite enough to get him through the day. Oh my <laughs> God. That is amazing. That is the greatest yes. thing yes. in my life. Yes, yes, Hopefully yes, yes, eight, yes. We fuck with you. Well, I mean, we don't know if we fuck with you because Pope's are notoriously evil, but we fuck yes. with this hobby of yours or All right, this let habit. Me, let, me, let me change that. Yeah. French wine called Vin Mariani. We fuck, we with, fuck you. with you. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. How fantastic is that? <laughs> that is the greatest. Oh, um, okay. yes. So, and the second I want to try prominent... this wine. Is it still around? <laughs> I don't, I don't I think fucking it doubt is. it. But I did find a historical poster for this wine. So oh, my I God. Can send you please. that. And yes. upload it on our website as well. I will. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to put it on the Facebook group and you can pop it on the Instagram. Hell yes. Love it. Yes. Okay. So, um, another prom- prom- uh, prominent <laughs> figure. <laughs> You're doing great, sweetie. Sorry, I'm great. so excited about the Pope that I'm like. Too excited. To talk. You forgot how to talk. It happens to us all. To You're doing it's great. It's all the cocaine. Hey, uh, share some, baby. Um, now, another prominent societal figure is Steven Tyler, and he yeah. was the lead singer of Aerosmith. Yes, he was. Now, reportedly, is. he is. Yeah, it's still a thing. <laughs> yeah, nothing can kill Steven Tyler. He is stated to have spent millions of dollars on cocaine in his lifetime. I believe that. And in a 2013 interview, he stated that he had, quote, snorted half of Peru. <laughs> so I just thought I'd do a little bit of Rock math for you, Ashley. Oh, okay. The size of Peru <laughs> is 1.285 million kilometres squared, <laughs> right? So half of that equals to 642,500 <laughs> kilometres square <gasps> okay. or 642.5 billion square metres. Okay. For all of our American listeners, I'll translate. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. 
All right. Now, Damn. If one kilo of cocaine would cover <laughs> one square metre of space, and I don't know if that's true, but I'm <laughs> making the assumption. This is the my favourite, like, maths question ever. <laughs> like, you know when they're like, Peter yes. bought 47 watermelons, yes. and you're like, all right, Peter, you do you. Here for this. Yes. So if one kilo of cocaine would cover one square metre of space <laughs> and – in Australia, the cost of a one kilo brick of cocaine is $200,000. <laughs> wow. We times that by the square metres of half of Peru. <laughs> Stephen Tyler actually spent $128,500 trillion oh. on, on oh. cocaine oh. in his lifetime. Stephen, honey, come over to party. And that is my math segment. Oh, my God. For the first time in my 27 years of being on this earth, I am finally interested in learning math. You've done it, Grace. I'm going to call my mother after this. She's going to send you some flowers. Fantastic. You're fantastic. You see why my teaching style, however, did not translate well to the primary school <laughs> environment in no, which I'm trained. I don't understand. Mm, but I'm glad understand. it didn't so you could be here and teach me these things instead. Hello. <laughs> so for our quiz this week, oh, shit. I, thought, I thought I could read you some quotes <laughs> on cocaine that famous people have made. Okay. And then I'm going to give you three names and you need to guess which celebrity <laughs> <laughs> said this quote oh my god I love a good multiple choice bring okay, it so on it's multiple choice I'm so glad that you're not like what year was it turned illegal and I'd be like I don't <laughs> no, know I was thinking about doing coke <laughs> I know I was I was going to do that I'm not going to lie you're a however I realized through. you weren't paying attention you know me too well Yes, and you I know that you I was it. just like too busy being mad at a fake drug dealer in my head yes. for some reason. Yeah. I actually <laughs> did think that most of the time you had like a little cartoon Mexican cartel just being like cocaina, cocaina. No, it's still lot. Dora the Adult Explorer. Uh, yes. Okay. Now, number right, one, cool. <laughs> cocaine is like really, really evil coffee. Okay, who am I? Was that said I... by Courtney Love, Drew Barrymore? Or Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I want to say Drew Barrymore because I feel like she does like she's done her fair share of drugs, but like Courtney Love, I feel like loves drugs. And I'm just obviously taking a shot in the dark here, but lock it in Eddie, let's go Drew Barrymore. Incorrect. Oh, who was it? Courtney, Courtney Love. Love. It's gotta be Courtney Love. Yeah. And Drew Barrymore reportedly has had like a battle with cocaine. So you good educated dress. Thanks. Like guess. Yeah, but thank this you. This one was okay. Courtney Love. Okay. All right. So wait, you ready? wait, can you read the quote to me again? Cocaine is like really, really evil coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Love that. Love that. Number two. Courtney loved that. Courtney hey! loved hey! hey! <laughs> I'm here all week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Try the meal. Uh, number two, sometimes when I'm flying over the Alps, I think that's like all the cocaine I've sniffed. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Is that Eminem? Ooh. Elton John? Ooh. Or OJ Simpson? Ooh. It's not Eminem. It's going to be Elton or OJ. I feel like it's OJ. 
Oh, I'm sorry, darling. It was Elton John. Fuck, Elton. Okay. <laughs> Didn't realise he was such a cokehead, but do you, we Elton? We can party with Elton John. Elton can come over anytime, anytime he wants. Yes, he can come over. Yes. Actually, do you want to put Elton John on the Christmas card list? Yes. yes we are good sending idea. him a Christmas card yes. and it's going to be fabulous. Okay, so here is uh, question number three and it's a quote that I really resonate mm-hmm. with. Um, in my 20s, I tried cocaine, which I instantly <laughs> love but eventually hated. Cocaine is terrific if you want to hang out with people you don't really know <laughs> very well and play ping pong yes. all night. It's really bad for almost everything I'm else. obsessed with this quote. Now, was that Rebel Wilson, Amy Poehler, or Amy Schumer? I'm going to say Amy Poehler because she's my favourite comedian and I fucking loved that quote. <laughs> it was Amy Poehler. Yes, Amy. Yes, Amy Poehler. Your favourite Amy Poehler and Tina Fey forever. Yes, I couldn't remember who her, like, comedian um, partner comedian is. Friend yeah, is. no. Yeah. 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 Have you ever yeah. watched Parks um, and Rec with Amy Poehler in it? Briefly, like small. Get on it. Get on it. Watch it all. It's on my list. It's like after The Office and Parks and Rec. I need to like watch both of them. Parks and Rec forever. I think it's so much better than The Office. The first episode's the Um, first season's slow, but then you'll just be like, God damn it. But I'll pick it up. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. All right. Number Mm. four. Reality is just a crutch for people who can't cope with Mm -hmm. drugs. Love that. Sounds like something I Dave Chappelle. Yeah, well. Dave Chappelle, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld, Ooh, or Robin Williams. I feel like all of them. Well, they can't all be I know, what, but they're all hilarious. <laughs> I feel like it's Dave Chappelle because he's a badass. He is a badass. Oh, no. However, it was Fuck, Robin Williams. Robin, what you doing, honey? Robin. Drugs, yeah, look, all right. Well. Wow. And uh, five and mm. final. If you're a film fan, collecting video is sort of like marijuana. Laser discs, they're definitely cocaine. Film prints are heroin, <laughs> all right? You're shooting smack when you start to collect film prints. So I kind of got into it in a big way and I've got a pretty nice collection I'm really uh-huh. proud of. Was that Quentin Tarantino, Steven Spielberg or Woody Allen? Fuck. I want to say Woody, but I also want to say Quentin. Quentin. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin (laughs) Sorry, um, Steven Spielberg, for not being able to say your name Mm -hmm. just then. He'll forgive you in time. (laughs) Just write a handwritten And that is... I will. Okay. Oh, that was such a good quiz and such a fun episode. Yes. Good job. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I had the best time. I loved it. Absolutely. Well, to all of our listeners, Mm. goodbye. Farewell. And stay trashy. Absolutely. Bye. If you or someone you know struggles with drug or substance abuse, help is out there. Please reach out and make contact with one of the following services. We want to use this time to remind everyone that life can get better. Reachout.com is a great service that has lots of information and helplines available to those who either struggle themselves or know someone who they think might be struggling. 
If you're in Australia, please contact Narcotics Anonymous at na.org.au or call them on their number at 1300 652 820. If you're one of our beautiful American listeners, please go to smartrecovery.org or contact them on their number at 440-951-5357. We joke a lot in this episode, but drugs are a serious deal and we want all of our listeners to stay safe. Thank you. As Absolutely Trashed is a new podcast, we would love to hear your thoughts, suggestions and opinions. Please email us at absolutelytrashedoutlook.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Absolutely Trashed Podcast. Please subscribe as it's the best way to support us girls. Thanks for listening.